720 WGN. You know Peter Greenberg. He is a travel expert. You see him on TV. You hear him on WGN. He is the host of Eye on Travel. I was a little shocked today, Peter, when I saw that Frontier Airlines is cutting the phone line for customer service, which means it's all digital now. Are you surprised or is this way? Is this the way it's going to go from here on out? Well, at least it's Frontier. They're at least being honest about it. Yeah. So, look, they made customer service a sort of oxymoron. So in a situation like this, uh, they want everybody to go online. They was, they've been steering their passengers to book online or to have a problem to deal with it online, which is not an easy way to do it. And we've seen this happen time and time again, not just from the ultimate low-cost, you know, the ultra-low-cost carriers, but also from... The, you know, the online travel agencies themselves, the, you know, the, 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 the travelocities and the experience and the, you know, when something goes wrong, who do you call? The answer is you can't. It's not easy. I do love Expedia for the reason that when I call, there is always someone that answers. Now, that person is in another country, and I have to make sure that I don't use jargon or, you know, terms that I would normally use here, but they've always been very efficient and very helpful in there are just things that you, I don't know, I can't put into words if I'm trying to explain something um, about what I need help with. It, it just seems, I don't know, maybe you're better at it, but you're the person that always tells us, Peter, call them up, talk to them, and now it looks like we can't do yeah, that anymore. Listen, I'm a huge fan of the conversation. I think it's necessary. I think it's essential whether you're buying a $59 ticket on an ultra-low-cost carrier or a $5,000 cruise. But what Frontier has done is basically saying uh, you're buying a low fuel ticket to begin with, and uh, we don't want to spend a lot of money employing people to answer questions on the phone. So if you want to do it online, do it online. Now, we haven't tested the efficiency of that yet, of course, uh, but my guess would be it's not going to work very well. But that's the, that's the bottom line is it is the bottom line, and they don't want to spend the money. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I noticed a little delay in our conversation today. Where in the world are you, Peter Greenberg? Well, I'm a little far away from you. I'm actually in Riyadh in Saudi Arabia. Oh, my gosh. Uh, any chance you're going to pop over to Qatar and see a World Cup game? You know, it is tempting to do so, but no, I'm over here working on a couple of stories and also doing our, our radio show. So we're, we're more or less committed here. Uh, I'll be back to the U.S. in about two weeks. We're going to head to France next week for another show. And then finally back to the U.S. after the, after the 9th of December. Um, and, and guys, in the studio, you in the audio studio, you might want to crank him up a little bit because he is a little hard to hear. Um, it is a long way away. Somebody just asked, because I said if people have questions to send them in, would you please ask Peter if he would feel safe going to Negril, Jamaica? It's a non-inclusive hotel. And the answer is yes. Uh, I go to Jamaica all the time. Uh, I think they do a very, very good job down there. When you say it's a non-inclusive, you mean it's not an all-inclusive hotel. I think that's what they're saying. Um, and you know what? Most Americans who go to Jamaica make the mistake of just spending all their time at the resort and never leaving the resort. They don't really immerse themselves in the culture, the food, or the history. And I encourage you to do that. Now, look, there are places in Cleveland I wouldn't go after 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> and there are places in Jamaica I wouldn't go after it in the tonight. But you know what? Ask the locals. They know exactly where to go. More importantly, they know where not to go. And it doesn't stop me from going to Jamaica at all.
Yeah, I've been all over that island, and I actually had a local that uh, grabbed me by the head and threw me under a table, and it was it was to miss a bullet. <laughs> and but he wanted to take care of me, and I was well taken care of, and there really wasn't the risk that it sounds like involved. But yeah, just you know. Be smart about it. Okay, another one for you, Peter. My wife has several food allergies. Is there a cruise line that can cook to her needs? Every cruise line can do that. You do that ahead of time through your travel agent, and you make sure you specifically fill out the forms about what your particular allergies are, but be very detailed about it so that there's no confusion. Now, having said that and having filled out the forms, you also have a responsibility at the dining table or if you order in room service to ask the question again so that they make sure that they're doing it the right way. But the answer is they can do that, and they do it all the time. Uh, question for Peter. Can an airline without notice change our nonstop flight from Chicago to London to one that leaves four hours earlier and has a two-hour layover in New Jersey? And the answer is airlines do that all the time. But here's the deal. Anytime an airline does that, they're essentially canceling your original flight. And if that happens, you're entitled to a full refund, even if you bought a so-called non-refundable ticket. Uh, so just understand, you do have rights if the airline does change your size. Peter Greenberg is our travel expert. He's in Saudi Arabia right now. That's why, you know, the phone line isn't as clear as it usually is, but people love your information. Another one says, I'm traveling to Las Vegas tomorrow, leaving from O'Hare. Any tips for me? I'm parking remotely for the first time. I'm also wondering about taking the shuttle and wearing a mask on the plane. Let me just tell you, parking remotely is a breeze. At least that's been my experience with O'Hare. Peter, are people wearing masks on planes? You know, some people are. Uh, obviously, it's no longer mandatory. It hasn't been for quite some time. But if you're concerned about it, go ahead. Please wear the mask. It's optional. And no one's going to punish you for it. You know, we're all adults now. We all know what's going on. And uh, and, and I, I, I concur with you on the remote parking. Just give yourself enough time to catch the shuttle to get to the gate. Yeah. And a couple more quickly before I let you go. Someone is looking at off-season trips to Europe through companies like Globus. The price seems too good to be true. Are these legitimate? Well, Globus does a very good job. They've been around for a long time. And if the prices seem good to be true, remember, the U.S. dollar is almost on a par with the euro. It's almost on a par with the British pound. You're essentially getting a 30% discount now if you want to go to Europe. It's a buyer's market. It will probably be that way through the end of March, early April. And somebody said, Lisa, ask him about Bora Bora. Well, I love Bora Bora, but guess what? It's not an inexpensive proposition. You need to get an estimate for a Diet Coke, if you know what I mean. So just understand you're going to have to budget accordingly. That 30% discount you're going to get in Europe is about a 40% premium you're going to pay in Tahiti. Thank you so much for joining us, Peter. Um, do I say have fun in Saudi Arabia? Because as a woman, it doesn't sound like a fun place to me. But is it? It is fun. And I must tell you that uh, the women that I'm with right now, who are both Americans and Saudis, are having fun. Excellent. Thanks for changing them. All right. Listen for Peter's Eye on Travel this weekend on WGN.